in the year 2017. Two complete strangers with flex time on their hands meet at a Simpsons trivia night outside of Boston. Together with their powers, they created the Frosted Side Podcast. Their mission? These two hosts join forces with a guest to review an episode of their favorite cartoon, as well as a cereal chosen by the guests themselves, and eat it on air. Radical! Their mission as listener is simple. Okay. Don't touch that dial. Grab a seat in front of the TV, but not too close. And don't pick at the marshmallows, because here comes the frosted side with the Daves, Dave Morrison and Dave Lindquist. Welcome to the Frosted Side, everybody. I am Dave Morrison, sitting across camera with Dave Lindquist. How's it going, Dave? What's going on? I'm not actually in the same room as we probably all know by now, but it feels that way because we've been doing the quarantine now for over a year, and I'm kind of used to these meetings, quote-unquote, via Zoom or Zencaster. It's going to feel pretty weird when we do have to go back to the office, although I was just reading on the Boston Globe's website that most people probably are just going to do the meetings from home now because we're yeah, so acclimated can, to it by this point. I can definitely see that happening. But no, no I know what you mean. Like, uh, they're, uh, we're, I'm in a, like, two-unit house, as you're aware, and they're uh, they're ripping out the uh, oil heating and replacing it with gas downstairs. Yeah. So just looking out the window and seeing people, like, going into our basement and doing work feels like the most socializing I've done with someone outside the house in months. <laughs> Even though I love the Celtics, I love the Bruins, we're both – you know, Celtics fans, but it's like, I don't want to do that yet. I'm just not ready to be breathing in all those air particles, even when I'm putting down my mask to drink my beverage or eat my food. I I completely agree. I think it's going to be like a um, sort of a staggered thing for me. I'm picturing like going to a movie during like a weekday matinee at like two o'clock in the afternoon or like eating around that time going up to as being kind of like a staggered thing and maybe eventually working my way up to something like that after like a year or so but i can't picture any more than something like that you know at two weeks after the second shot of course but well what do you think with hbl max now because they have the Wonder Woman 84 a couple months ago that was released on IMAX and on HBO at the same time. Do you think that's just going to be the norm or do you think uh, movie theaters are going to go the way of the driving? I think I think at some point, maybe not uh, immediately, we're going to get a big surge or uptick in people going out to them and going back to them because they missed it. But, I mean, I think it's going to be in the direction it's been trending. It's the, the big blockbuster Star Wars movies, superhero movies, things like that. People, people are going to want to show up for the spectacle to those kind of things. But, right. but I think I think you're small, like go, going and seeing a comedy or drama in the theaters. All oh, yeah, there. no. It's going to go straight to Netflix and Hulu, which I'm okay with at, at some point. Because I, I, I was always, as a kid, even, even though I was little... Uh, and we didn't have the technology that we do now. I was always like, why do I have to go in with a bunch of strangers on a sticky floor? The smell of popcorn is we all know I'm not the biggest popcorn fan out there. And I would have to sit for about three hours. The movie doesn't stop. If I have to go to the bathroom, the movie goes on. Mm-hmm. Because when we were watching The Dark Knight, 
uh, Kim and I, uh, I didn't see it firsthand. I, I saw it years later after it came out. Yeah. At least Kim could put it on pause because what is it like over three hours? That movie is so long. Yeah, yeah that's a good really? point. I actually remember getting up multiple times when seeing them at some theater yeah. on Cape Cod now that you mention it. But you have to plot at which scene seems like a good time to go and then, you know, kind of rush your way yeah. back in kind of, you know, fast paced, uh, get back into your seat and get, get across all those people. And, and then you spill some of their popcorn or your drink. Oh, sorry, ma'am. Oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sir. Don't, don't kill me. <laughs> and then you sit down and, and then, uh, what did I miss? And then everybody goes, shh. Yeah, I, I think just it's going to be like event viewing only then, like the big spectacle, like people going to IMAX theaters and things like that, just to like see it day of and, you know, the fanciest way possible. But besides that, yeah, I, I can absolutely see kind of dying out. What, what, what do you think about live music? You're a fairly big live music. Mm. I'm, I'm That's going to be a little easier, I think, to kind of slide back into because movies are a dime a dozen they're they're easily accessible on any streaming app as uh, for music as far as music you want to be there for the live energy you want to be there to meet people and network uh you can't really do that at a movie theater you can do that if you're a band if you're a musician you can meet new people i mean keep in mind yeah. people know how we met at a simpsons trivia night and uh you know people want to get back to that type of entertainment. They don't want to get back to being silent for two and a half to three hours. <laughs> At least from my perspective, I could be no. wrong. No, I, mean, I think that's a good point. And I'm sure they're not going to want to sit for two and a half to three hours for uh, Adam Wingard's uh, Thundercats script. Oh, yeah, I saw you posted something about that. Some so things should be script or something? Well, he's already, yeah, it's uh, 267 pages. I'm a... I'm a fan of just leaving certain things alone. I mean, I, I know Michael Bay gets a lot of crap, but he went out with Transformers. Um, Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, it, it's it's 50-50. Yeah, we'll see. I, actually, I've seen that's getting some decent reviews before release compared to uh, the respective reboots of that. But yeah, I, I, I guess we'll see. But. Uh, uh. Thundercats is an interesting property to do that with. They they rebooted as a series not too long ago, right? Oh like yeah, in the last and they five years or so. Well, here's the crazy thing because they brought on the uh, our, we talked about Rankin Bass so much on this program. <laughs> um, um, Arthur Rankin was brought on before his uh, untimely passing in 2014. He, they did the reboot with Larry Kenny and a bunch of other voice voice actors, not the original cast. Uh, mostly because a lot of them have passed on. Earl Hammond's one of them. Uh, but Larry Kenny, a bunch of... Uh, I got, I don't have the cast in front of me, but yeah, it was Rank, Arthur Rankin as a, a an executive consultant. This was in 2011. And the animation, um, it, it wasn't bad. It was just... It, it was done it, it, not in the way that you would expect as a Thundercats fan. Not that you would expect the 80s retro and... Uh, but... The Rembrandts did the theme song. Yeah, the "I'll Be There for You." <laughs> Friends, I, I'm not. I couldn't even make that up. Yeah. Wow, I I've forgotten the name of that, that band. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the clapping. <laughs> uh. 
Okay. So, so for those not uh, not able to see us, since I think we're this one we're just doing audio. Uh, I love the little uh, Dave's got a uh, baby Sinclair oh, that's right. you sitting can't next see to him, along with a, cu- a couple uh, boxes right. of cereal. But does he talk? Oh, you... Wait, ho- up close to the mic, we got to hear this. <laughs> that is amazing. and one more. So is this I'm one the baby, gotta love me. Is this one you've had since dinosaurs or is this a recent no. pickup? So for people, because they obviously can't see us because we're not doing the live stream today. Uh, my sister, Lizzie, she had a baby Sinclair doll back in the early 90s when the uh, Jim Henson company came out with dinosaurs on TGIF Friday nights. It was one of those critically acclaimed series that if you don't remember it, it's basically... The Simpsons, but with animatronic dinosaurs. That's basically the long and the short of it. Uh, It was supposed to be family friendly, but it was actually one of those series that dealt with a lot of adult topics, including masturbation. What's that? It was very subversive. It really was. And of course, Fran Sinclair, we just lost Jessica Walter from Archer and Arrested Development. Yes, she was the mother. What a talent. Now she was, and uh, she, I mean, she's known for her comedy, but her dramatic work, I think, goes underrated a lot, especially on Broadway. But anyway, uh, my sister was we we loved the series, and my my parents got uh, Lizzie a baby Sinclair, and um, she used to, uh, she used to pull that cord a lot, and uh, she even left it as a voice message as a kid um, <laughs> for great. people that would call in because some of my mom's friends they didn't have children, and they and they wouldn't understand what was in the voice message, but it just kind of uh, went up in storage after my parents split up, and then uh, uh, I was at my father's place, and uh, I was there this weekend actually. And I was like, hmm, I think this would be a good addition. So I finally texted Lizzie. I said, do you mind if I take it? And she's like, sure. But deep down, I know she's kind of pissed off that I have it and, and she can borrow it anytime. Although I, I guess she, I, I guess it's hers because, you know, it's her name's not on it, but she can she can she can take it. I can give it to her as a wedding present next month when she gets married up in Maine. <laughs> Here you go. I yeah. Like- uh, that era, the, that was like a thing. There was a comeback of like the pull string character, talking characters from TV. I, I never had them, but I remember there was like a really annoying Urkel one. I think there was a Pee Wee Herman doll that did the same thing. Well, they definitely had the Urkel and Pee Wee Herman doll. Um, and uh, I think I think the Urkel doll was actually pretty po- widely popular for 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 time being. Uh, I didn't have one, so I can't really uh, attest to that either way. But uh, yeah, no, this is it's in my apartment and Lizzie just and Lizzie and her fiance just started watching the original dinosaurs on Disney Plus. Uh, they have the entire series. I had no idea it went for that long. I thought it went for about a year or so. But no, it was uh, it went from ni- 1991 and the series finale aired in September of 1994. Oh, yeah, it was that yeah. long. Three that, years. That finale. Oh, I feel like that's what comes up whenever people start talking about dinosaurs <laughs> is that it's uh without getting too into it for people it's uh it's it's a grim morning i'm home yeah it really pulls you into it i think it was uh it was a henson production right 
It was Jim Henson's son, actually, Brian Henson, who was the co-creator, I believe, and producer. It was Jim Henson's company. At that point, he had died, but this was Brian Henson's foray into carrying on the Henson tradition. And I think because it was hot off the heels of Jim Henson's passing, I don't think people were ready for it. But when you go back and watch, and you you watch how ahead of it, Head of its time it was, you say to yourself, wow, this is prime for another reboot. This is, yeah. I think this is going to be one of those shows they, they'll talk about bringing back and uh, there'll be a, another discussion for another time on that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can absolutely see that. So, so, so yeah, baby Sinclair's into, uh... here. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> let's go. Final four, right? I think we've officially landed on crunch madness, which I like. Thank you, Kimmy McCarthy. She's going to come on next time to talk about some of her faceless favorites and some of her songs. Uh, we'll have her on. Looking It'll be our fir- it. her first time on the podcast. Yeah. And maybe do a bonus fun. episode. But yeah, thank you, Kim. Crunch Madness. Here we go. Do, 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 do. So I don't Dave, even know what I'm humming. I think I'm I, imagining the, the <laughs> NCAA theme song at this point. All right. Uh, you got the brackets up, right? Yeah, I've got them up, and man, I don't know where I'm going to go with these. So if you can do some convincing, I, I, I think I can be turned mm. on any of them. So uh, Maybe I should I guess... get Charles Barkley since we're not taping, because as we've talked about in the last episode, the host never appears on camera with the guest expert. It's pretty mysterious. But, oh, there uh... he is. Oh, Charles, hey. come Charles. on in. Oh, I hear the door opening. Let me, let me, yep. Oh, oh! You might want to duck down, stuff stepping in there. Yeah, oh, no, there you go. Tall. Tall. Hello. Hello. How we doing? Today? What do we got here? Final four. <sighs> All right. So we got the final four crunch madness. Is that the name we going with, Dave Linquist? We, we I'd are. Ask Dave, <laughs> I asked Dave, Dave Morrison, but he, for some reason, he doesn't want to be in the same room at, at the same time as as me. So. What are the what are the final four? So uh, in the uh, I'll go be on TBS and make fun of Bernie Johnson's bow tie. (laughs) We've got uh, Tony the Tiger up against Mm -hmm. Lucky the Leprechaun in our first matchup, and our our second one is Captain Crunch and Toucan Sam. So kind of um, the, the the biggies made it where you'd expect them to. This is the the. UNCs and Dukes and whatnot kind of making it to the end here. Well, Lucky might be small, but he got them the magic tricks and all, and he got that that green hat. Tony the Tiger might be tough, but I think he's about to get declawed. You know, Tiger's only as strong as its stripes, but up Kong, they got all the the, the the magic tricks and the marshmallows and um Sorry, Tony, but you're not so great today because I think that the, the, the marshmallows and the amount of energy that, that Lucky has, his ability to bounce from from one aisle to another, uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Lucky the Leprechaun today and just, just on the sheer amount of energy and the fact that he can hide in trees. Tiger's I guess Tigers can do that, but but not this Tiger today. 
Look, he actually lives in a tree. <laughs> a hot take from the round mound of rebound. Oh, so, yes. Where's the donuts at? I don't know. I'm liking it. I know just Tony's definitely got the size advantage, and he's he's been around longer, and he's got the uh, catchphrase of their grape. But, um, don't, don't make me flip a coin. I'm kind of don't make us. I'm kind of liking the lucky idea here, honestly. Uh, he's got their their always after me lucky charms. Uh, fun fact: he to start off, he was actually uh, known as Sir Charms instead of Lucky for some reason. So Sir Charms. I, I mean, if Sir Charles is telling me to pick Sir Charms, I think I gotta go with it. So uh, I go with Sir Charms. You know why? Because what's going to happen is that Lucky's going to come back and he's going to. He's going to give you the lucky charms and then going to take it away from you at the last minute. And Tony's going to be uh, left all alone walking off into the sunset. I mean, size matters, but um, so when I say size, sometimes think back to basketball. We'll use a basketball analogy. Muggsy Bogues for the Charlotte Hornets. I mean, he was short, but he, he took on guys half my size. So, uh, you know, it's it's not the, the size of the 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 leprechaun uh in, in the mascot fight that counts so i won't go with lucky because because he's just got energy you're never gonna catch him all right you're never uh, gonna do it so so Tony, could, you sorry. Yell, could you yell to morrison and uh see if he's okay with it morrison! Dave, dave can you hear us no you know what let's just set yeah, this aside like, hey, he's still He's still outside. I have no idea what he's trying to do. I think he's trying to build his own rocket ship or something. Because <laughs> that's right. what he was thinking about last night. He was thinking about space travel, as he normally does in his dreams. Um, as a 37-year-old, I, I, I know. I, I study his sleep patterns. <laughs> that's, that's really odd, Charles. You're kind of creeping me out. I got a lot of time on my hands. I need the work. I can, I can see that. All right, so... Uh, I would have called Tony the favorite going in here, but I, I think I'm convinced. And uh, the the underdog, Lucky, is uh, getting lucky here. Let's give it to him. Get lucky, Sir Charms. Lucky. Moving on, Sir Charms. Moving on. All right. The What's final. the final one? Okay. Should we get let's... Shaq in here for this one? Because I brought Shaq. Oh yeah, if he came along, sure. Why All not? Right. Yo, Shaq. Shaq attack. Shaq Daddy. Shazam, come on in. All right, there he is. And he's got the general on. Man. Got the general with him. Should we, should we get the general on the program today? <laughs> Please. <laughs> I can save you so much on auto insurance, regardless of how many points you have. Uh. <laughs> This, this might be our, our, our first cartoon character actually appearing on the show about cartoons. In CGI! <laughs> I, I'm amazed how you're all fitting in there. Shaq, are you there too? I, I, I thought I'm here I right something. now. Oh, yes, because I'm here. Can you dig it? I can. Are you guys ready for Shaq Tech? I know. Uh, so all right. the next So the we next got, round. I heard, so Charlie, uh, so, so Charles, you got... Uh, told me about the the lucky. Um, yeah, who, who's lucky going to face off against? So uh, lucky's actually going to the finals, and maybe you can help me decide who he's going to match up against. I know he's going got, to uh, the finals. Who is he going to face off? 
Next. We've got uh, Captain Crunch, uh, who was originally voiced by Dawes Butler, who originated Yogi Bear, Snagglepuss, and all of them, uh, going up against Tuki. I knew Snagglepuss. <laughs> you did? Oh, wow. yeah. I knew. I know all the Looney Tunes characters. That's, that's impressive. And uh, so he's going up against Toucan Sam. Well, you know, I'm a I'm a sheriff actually, and uh, so I know Huckleberry Hound, Quick John, wow. so those are those are my homies. <laughs> I forgot um, about your experience with law enforcement. That's right. Mess with the shock attack. All right, so we got Toucan Sam and Captain Crunch. Well, Captain Crunch, you, you know, I, I respect his military service, and we talked about it, and uh, we gotta support the troops here, but. Uh, I think I gotta go with somebody who can fly and two cancer. He has all the colors and, um, and he can flap his wings. Anybody who can fly has a great advantage. So I think I'm gonna have to go with two cancer. And, uh, of course, as we talked about on this program, I think Sir Charles, you and Dave, they've, uh, mentioned that, uh, Captain Crunch cuts the roof of the mouth. I think we're going with, uh, two cancer, unless you have anything else to add. No, you know what? Uh, I was thinking how, you know, Captain might have a whole armada behind him, but yeah, to, to, to can Sam and his nephews have the power of flight, you know. The, the, oh, he's uh, got nephews their, too? Their wow. Yeah, their Air Force oh. is going to be the the Captain's Navy, now that you mention it. Uh, I, I think I'm good with that. You know, this is a quick, easy decision, but... Uh, well, Navy? To get, Sam should in get, the finals? All right, I should get David Robinson from San Antonio Spurs in this house because he was a naval captain back in his day oh, the, the admiral himself <laughs> the admiral himself that's right i know a lot of people all right, all right. so uh two can sam and we can go with we can go with two can sam lucky, the, lucky. In the finals so uh i don't know that the uh set over there is looking kind of crowded are you guys uh go no, it's to very uh, small, send morrison small back ceiling. in for the finals well, or? Well, you've seen Dave Morrison's ceiling. It's kind of low, and you've been in here. Even you could dunk. Uh, you could dunk on. You, you, you might feel tall, Dave. <laughs> I, I'm amazed with uh, you and Sir Charles's familiarity with Dave Morrison's personal life. I, uh, I didn't know you guys it's were such close friends. It's, it's not it's, creepy. Yeah, yeah, Dave knows a lot of people. <laughs> He's not like most people. That's what I, I've been told. I, I, <laughs> I never realized how connected my co-host was. Mm. All right, so we're gonna go. So we got the final two. You want you yeah. want to call it today? Uh, yeah, I, I figure why not? We, we're there. Every everyone's waiting for an answer. Uh, I got the way I'm leaning in this. I'm not sure how you're leaning in this. Maybe we can get everyone there the way in. All right, we're gonna get. I'll get Dave. I'll get Morrison. Morrison. Dave. Dave, you there? Yeah. So what are there we doing for the final two? All right. So our special guests came in and we're down to Lucky the Leprechaun and two kids. And they're still Sam. here. And they're on the floor yeah. right now because they can't reach the ceiling. But <laughs> Fair enough. All right. General. General feels tall in here. General, we got to do auto insurance mascots next time. We'll do the auto insurance side. Oh, God. Um, next March. Next March. Next March. <laughs> All right. Do, mark it down. Doing, uh, yeah. In, well, maybe just insurance mascots. Yeah, there, I, there are probably a good 10 of them. I think we can pull it off. Hmm. Geico, Geico Loan's got like two or three or four. I still am trying to figure out what happened to the white Jake from State Farm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
remember when the Geico cavemen had their own sitcom? What? Two days? <laughs> I watched part of it, believe it or not. My mom laughed at it. She thought it was okay. I feel like there were some big names on it, like maybe a Nick Kroll or something. I, really? I think I feel like we would have heard about it if Nick Kroll was on. But all right, I'm I'm pulling it up. Don't mind me. All right. We can edit some of this out. Keiko Caveman Show. I don't think there might have been somebody from Second City or the Groundlings, but I don't think it was Nick Kroll. And if it was, then I swear there was a name on this. Yeah, there he is, Nick Kroll, one of one of the actors on it. Wow. Get out! I can see that actually. I'll have the roast duck with the mango salsa. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna order something, but I just lost my appetite. Okay, so we're on the finals. Yeah. I, I kind of agree with uh, Shaq and uh, Sir Charles that Lucky, he has the magic in his hands. Toucan Sam can fly. Hear me out. I'm not just saying that because I have a bunch of seven-foot men around me who, who can probably dunk my ass all over the city of Lull. But uh, what if Lucky used his magic hands and his Lucky Marshmallows to knock Toucan Sam out of the sky. I mean, what if those marshmallows were used as weapons? Now we're talking a whole new, yeah. uh, uh, whole new ball game. Yeah, I mean, the rainbow could even get in the way. Who who knows what he can do with that rainbow with him up in the air? Yeah, absolutely. The, the rainbow can be pretty sharp. Um, Toucan Sam can fly, and he can fly. He can fly circles around Lucky, but it's a toss up. I got to tell you. So. What say you? So I, I got to tell you where I'm leaning here, and it's probably not the greatest of deciding factors. But man, I hate that Toucan Sam redesign. The new Toucan Sam looks ridiculous, and like I've been dismissing it until now. But like Lucky's just got that classic look. He's you know kind of maintained, always been around there. And frankly, out of the two, I think I like the cereal better. I know, I know, I know we're supposed to be focusing on the mascots here and not necessarily the cereal. But you, but I thought we were going to go with the original as what I was told. But if you hate the redesign, I'm with you. Yeah, no, but, no, I know we should stick with the original. Oh, it just bugs me seeing seeing both versions on here. But, you know, I, I think Lucky's, Lucky's powers, we're, we're not quite sure what they are. But, you know, he, he certainly has them. And... We, we dismissed the Alphabet's wizard and Cookie Jarvis the wizard earlier, but I don't know. There's just something special about a leprechaun compared to, uh, like, these wizards. and Look at the Irish. Yeah, and, and it's March. You know, it, it, it's March. St. Patrick's Day falls well, in March. For now, know? yeah. So, like, yeah, this, this recording may come out <laughs> slightly into April, but, man, like, a lot of people around here in Boston wearing green in March, I... You know, Celtics being the local team, maybe there's some favoritism here, but I I'm leaning lucky. Yeah, I'm going to go with lucky, too. What do you think, gentlemen? All right, let me just jump in right here. This is Shaq, and yes, you're side. I'm going with the, I'm going with the lucky, lucky charms, because, um, because he got, he can bounce around. Sir Charles, um, yeah, I'm going to go with lucky because, um, you know, you can put some, some of them lucky charms on some donuts, and uh, um, and you know that you can't do that with Fruit Loops. Uh, what do you say, General? I can take lucky. <laughs> All right. 
maybe uh maybe that's next year's matchup then but uh i, I hope so I think, I, think we, I think we give it to lucky all right lucky charms right. there he is your crunch madness winner of 2021 here on the frosted side Ooh. yay so I, i'm thinking i'm thinking we design some sort of like little virtual trophy or cup have one of these tournaments of some sort each year and just kind of like add a name to it each year on the facebook page or something Maybe uh, right, because... maybe one of our listeners can have a more specific suggestion than that. But like, wait, I do you want Dave? Do you want to do this? I'm told that we have a satellite feed coming in from Ireland. Oh, with Lucky. Oh, Lucky! Wow. Do you want to do that? Yes, please. Lucky, you there? Lucky, Lucky. Yes, y'all right, Lottie? Well, congratulations! You are the Frosted Side Crunch Madness winner of 2021. How do you feel? Oh, I feel very lucky. I feel like St. Patrick after he chased all the snakes into Ireland. I thought it was out of Ireland. Wait, wait, wasn't that? Don't yeah. you try to educate me on my Irish history. I am the Lucky Charms Scrunch by this winner of 2021 on this beautiful smart day. <laughs> Lousy smart weather. There's not another show. <laughs> congratulations on your win and man what a great interview you you've obviously kissed the blarney stone because lucky here certainly has the gift of gab so uh, we appreciate your appearance and, and, I, and, and i have, and I have a strong performance uh, hold on and i have one message for the general we're both the same size you think you can offer people auto life and home well, i've got the magic charms to take care of that I, I was not expecting the tournament. You come over here to Tipperary. <laughs> I was not expecting the tournament to end like this. I, I feel like Don King right here, man. This is this is just setting up for next year's match. And uh, we'll uh, we'll see about these two Titans. Hallelujah for at last. Only in America. <laughs> yes, I'm here. And my hair can reach the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This, this is fun, Dave. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, uh... All right, guys, you got to scram because Dave's got work to do. And I have waiting for me um, a background check for the new job. Yeah, so... to do. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. My, my job is hurry up and wait. That's what I've been oh, doing for the past man. until April 12th. So, uh... It's an extensive background check for the new job for those who are um, just tuning in for the first time. I actually got a job. Uh, I'm about to accept the offer pending a background check, which should be okay. Uh, they had to do everything, including a pee test. Oh, oh fun. I have one job. I had to no, it's – oh, yeah. No, it's not. Because, I, you know, I don't – Dave, have you ever had to do one just of Just once, yeah. Just the one job. Oh, not, God. It's, it's the worst because yeah. – what happens when you actually, I mean, I'm obviously going to pass because I don't use, because I'm not a user, but uh, it, it's you, when you go in and, you, and they tell you to pee uh, up to a certain line and then you're like, you know, I really have to go to the bathroom and <laughs> I think I'm going to need a bigger, bigger cup <laughs> right here. <laughs> but, um, the, the, you know, it's like you really do have to go to the bathroom at the at the same time. And, and they turn the water off so you're not washing your hands. But we got hand sanitizer out here. I'm like, oh, God, no. 
not as bad as the first time I went for for one of those tests. The the, the place I went up to in Methuen, they treat you like a criminal. Okay. Well, I'm sure that's the majority. Of they the watch they you have coming. Oh no. Oh, yeah. I don't know. If yeah. I could do the, that. the the nurse. I swear to God, she actually stood right there and, wa- and watched you. This place didn't. That's <laughs> yeah. That's a bit much for a job. But and I get it. People do cheat. You know, the background checks are a little much, though. I mean, they're asking me for my high school transcripts. I mean, for real, a high school transcript. If you went 20 years ago into my files and it, it, you would not be able to find me because I was, you know, in, in and out of different high schools and on different many. Uh, I graduated, but it's like nobody wants to go into their the 20 years of files can you can you check on this individual but they do it i mean you got to appreciate the thoroughness I mean, the, of some of these the places high schools that have destroyed those records after five ten years or they digitize yeah. them I, I can't even imagine yeah it's it's funny you mentioned the p test i had the exact opposite uh experience with it with being nervous i wouldn't be able to go before going and chugging a bunch of, so i chugged a bunch of gatorade showed up and whatever whatever dye was in the Gatorade, neon came on. I'm like, well, this can't be. Just pee in the Gatorade bottle like most Amazon workers. Yeah, <laughs> you just go in the Gatorade oh, bottle. God, man, what an what a awful story. Uh, did you? Uh... No, it, it, it happens, though. It's, and, and you're no different than anybody else who, who, who's uh, in for, for a urine test because it's, uh, it's very nerve-wracking because it, it's like that episode of The Simpsons, uh, Home Sweet Diddly Home where the uh, Marge and Homer and Marge are, are passing the the parental course, and then the 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 agent says, "Except Marge, Marge, you tested positive for a crack and PCP." And then and she's like, "What?" And then fifteen minutes later, "Okay, test shows that you're clean. Sorry about the mistake." <laughs> I mean, there have been false tests that come back, and I know uh, technology has come along. Um, so many years, but still, you're like, what if it does come back? Oh, yeah. Uh, as quote unquote dirty, you're always thinking in the back of your mind. You know, what if they? What What if it was? What What if they say uh, we got some problems with your test? And then I'm like, what? I mean, doesn't that ever go into the back of your head? Yeah. Just Just the paranoia. Well, I, I think it showed up on the Seinfeld episode and was a bit of a was a bit of an oh, urban yeah. legend. But the whole poppy seeds and food thing—that's legitimate. Like that will actually trigger a test if you had like a poppy seed muffin or bagel a couple of days beforehand. So it's something to be wary of. It's yeah, I don't know. Uh, oh, the poppy seeds. Okay, I was I was thinking like um, sesame seeds. Well, the sesame seeds are are legit, no, yeah, right? You're good there. You, po- poppy is yeah. Okay, what about flaxseed? Because I, I usually eat everything with a lot of flax. <laughs> I think you're all set. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> poppy seeds. Oh, boy. All right. Well, I haven't had a poppy seed bagel. I did. Well, no, that's not true. About a month ago, I was going up to my old job, and I stopped in at one of the other bagel places that I frequent uh, up in Draken, uh Froby's Cafe. And that's usually if I'm going up to Manchester or or Concord or wherever, and I stop in and I get myself a nice coffee and a harvest bagel with everything on it, including poppy seeds. And I'm like, well, that's, that's harmless. But yeah, what you just reminded me about Seinfeld and the the poppy seeds. Oh, 
now now I have to think twice before I order a bagel. Yeah, I think it's just within like a couple of days of the test. I can't remember exactly, but yeah, kind of a cut in an odd little thing there. So uh, before uh, we we have some bad news for oh, you. No. Um, you, we found multigrain in in your system. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I know I originally mentioned eating eating it before we went on. And, well, wait, let me let me back up. That didn't sound right. Uh, I I know I Go for I it. know I initially mentioned uh, sampling a cereal I picked up earlier today uh, on air now, but I'm thinking maybe we tease it because I really don't feel like trying this yet uh, as. Mm. lunchtime's fast approaching um so i think i'll just tease it <laughs> maybe our next episode i can dive in but i picked up some uh, sure. cocoa uh, cookies and cream crispies which i guess is a special edition according to the box and uh my thinking is this would not be the greatest as a cereal it would be awesome in like a rice crispy tree they're like various rice crispy dessert sort of thing so uh yeah i'll uh i'll, I'll get to it next episode and break it open but uh yeah, uh, Mr. Morrison, we regret to inform you that we found some Satan and tempeh in your system. Uh, and unfortunately, that disqualifies you and that voids the offer. <laughs> also, uh, we're referring to you to this treatment facility. You have a problem, sir. You know, I think I think my I think Kimmy and my family and some of my friends that you haven't met, they're all probably saying good. He needs to start eating meat and dairy again. <laughs> um, that's uh, and that's a tough. That's another discussion for for another episode. Uh, when somebody goes out of their way to get you something that you can't eat, do you eat it, or do you res- or do you say no? Thank you. That's that's something I can't have, even though they they went out of their way. You know that's. That's something that I think about when I watch old Anthony Bourdain No Reservation episodes because, or Parts Unknown when he would go around the world. And, and I'm paraphrasing what Anthony would say. He said, you have to respect what people serve you because when you don't eat what people give you, it's a sign of disrespect. It's their culture. you know. They, because it's, it's true. In some, in some parts of the world, if you don't eat uh, what they serve you at uh, breakfast, lunch, or dinner – that that's that's you're insulting their culture yeah I, I i think the only place you could draw a line there is when it's something dangerous i feel like i remember on his his show uh at some point or another him being offered some sort of spoiled or rotten meat that he knew would cause like i remember that yeah. or you know i guess like a situation when you're allergic to something obviously there's turning <laughs> though you had one situation with a boss there where there's enough pressure that you've talked about oh yeah we talked that. about that on with uh with your brother-in-law yeah my old boss and he's just he's crazy yeah he he had me eat a uh little rocher with hazelnut in the middle and then walked off as i started to swell up um and of course and there was another incident uh, when I was a senior in high school. We were out in Utah, and I was at the gift shop where my dad bought me a macadamia and walnut and white chocolate chip cookie. And I couldn't have either of the three. And I didn't know it at the time, but it should have been an indication that, you know what, you need your you need an EpiPen. Yeah. Because I swelled up. Fortunately, there were two off-duty nurses on holiday. They said, "Give the kid a bulb, uh, an, excuse me, an oatmeal bath," which calmed me down. But I was reading, and good old Florida. There's a young man who's 17 
he's been arrested for going and smearing peanut butter on his fist so that in finding people who might have a peanut allergy and punching them in the face. Good old Florida. Wow. How would you like to represent him, Dave? Yeah. Yeah. Ah! Oh, God. Wow. Florida. Just, I mean. Your mom's not from Florida, is she? (laughs) She's technically born there, but, uh, (laughs) oh, man. Dave Linkless, Florida man. No, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. (laughs) Just because she was born on a Navy base in Key West does not make, and lived there for, like, six months does not make her a Florida. Hey, listen, you can shatter some of those Florida stereotypes. Oh. I'm not sure I like the way I do that with the New York stereotypes all the time. (laughs) I'm I'm sure we're pretty bad with the Boston stereotypes. I'm not going to lie. Walking around like uh, our teams are some sort of culture, (laughs) like an art form. Going to Fenway Park. Oh, my God. It's a cathedral. I mean, so like I said, we're not recording the video right now, but Dave, you literally have what appears to be a photo of a Red Sox player in the background that's signed and a. So, this is, here's, here's, uh, so I'm a friend of mine. Uh, his name is Sean Hansen. He's a realtor. Uh, we do about two games a year because, we, you know, that's all most people can afford. And and Sean has season's tickets. So he always gets excited when the Red Sox at the Red Sox store on Jersey Street, uh, formerly Yaki Way, they have uh, some former players. Sean doesn't care. He'll If he, if he played for the Red Sox, he'll just be in line. So uh, he gave a, he was actually a really nice guy, this Chris Howard fellow. And uh, he said, uh, to Dave, best wishes, Chris Howard. Number 31. I think he was a relief pitcher. And so I gave one to Kimmy. And um, even though they're not the most uh, well-known, I, I still remember Alejandro Pena. Oh, yeah. Uh, from, yeah. oh, my God. So that's that's how old I am. I was eight years old when I uh, first saw Mo Vaughn at Fenway. And that's when you could smoke. I was like to my father, Dad, there's somebody smoking. <laughs> well, let him smoke, Dad said Half to me. Crowd, yeah. But yeah, I was pointing out that as, as a Bostonian, you were framed by that on one side of the picture and uh, a box of Dunkin' Donuts cereal on the other side. So. I know, I, I know. I, I've reached peak New England, right? In Lowell, Massachusetts. Uh, and you have nothing of the like on your end. No, no, my ridiculous uh, Stranger Things T-shirt with a cartoon cow on it. But uh, oh yeah, my god, that is that. wicked cool. It's kind of ridiculous, but. Uh, Man. I have Kitara here. I have a Kitara tank because it's 56 degrees and, and I'm in shorts. So around here in New England, that's that's a scorcher. Yeah, there we go. Oh, man, this tournament was fun, Dave. I, I enjoyed myself. No, it was a lot of fun today. It, it was something that uh, we've been wanting to do for a long time. And we're kind of back in the groove. And thank you guys so much for joining us. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't just like and follow. Uh, you can like and follow us, though, on Instagram and Facebook at Frosted Pod. And check out my website, DaveMorrison.net. If you're somebody, you're a business owner, you are somebody. But if you're a business owner or you need, or you have an organization and you need a smooth voice guy, 
Uh, check me out, DaveMorrison.net, or send me a message, uh, DaveMorrisonVoice at gmail.com, and I'll be happy to get back to you as soon as possible. And uh, don't forget to like and subscribe and download our podcast wherever podcasts are available. Dave, do you have anything else to add? Uh, just also the merch, Frosted Side stickers, yes. uh, T-shirts, whatnot, all available on TeePublic. Just search for the Frosted Side on TeePublic.com, and it'll pop up. A couple different promotions going on right now. Uh, I think if you buy four more stickers, uh, they're 25% off. And uh, I, I saw something else going on, but there are waves of sales there. We've got two different um, logos up now. And uh, yeah, those are always available and help us out big time uh, on whatever platform you're listening to this on, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Please rate and review. Give us the highest rating possible if you would care to. Uh, helps us big time. So uh, yeah, we appreciate it. All right, for Dave Linquist, I'm Dave Morrison. We'll see you next time right here on the Frosted Side. Take care. Bye.